many of us in this world find ourselves searching for ways to feel more alive. We move through our lives day after day, living through the same repetitive cycles and the same stressful patterns that often leave us feeling defeated, underappreciated, or unfulfilled. But what if there were a different way to perceive life? What if out there we were able to find the keys to a happy, healthy, and fulfilling reality in the lives that we're living right here, right now? For those of us who are looking for a way to transform our lives, for those of us who are looking to fully live in this moment, to change how we feel, how we perceive the world, and awaken to a better reality so we can fully live this life. This is the Live This Life Podcast. And I'm your host, Heath Cummings. I'm here to inspire you to ask yourself the question, are you living or are you killing time? What's up everybody out there? Welcome, welcome. You know, one of the main reasons I started doing this show in the first place was because of the radical transformation that I saw in my own life. Once I realized how much actual control we have over our lives, despite how out of control they can feel sometimes. It was such a long time frame where I felt like I was trapped in a certain career path that really had a certain trajectory. It was going in one direction and it just felt like there was no way to get out of where I was. There was very limited avenues and that was really, really difficult to handle. I mean, for an entire decade and a half, I had stuck to a certain career path And I really immersed myself very deep in it. I I went in all these different avenues and and took pretty much anything that came up. Um, I went through three different, very difficult training academies. Um, I had gone to college, taken hundreds of, if not thousands of hours worth of training and did all sorts of ventures. You know, I, I walked the walk, I talked the talk, I did everything I thought I was supposed to do. And eventually at a certain point, I realized that I was very much out of resonance with that career path that it really wasn't me and I wasn't in harmony with that career path. And and a lot of very poignant lessons were learned to get me to that perspective. And it was really difficult not only to come to that conclusion at a certain point, but then to figure out like, what are you going to do now? I mean, the hardest part really for me in the beginning of realizing that wasn't going to be my my and result, it wasn't going to be where I ended up for the rest of my life, was just that fact. It, it Just the discord that came internally, that, that internal conflict that I had a lot of the time. I, I mean, I was somebody who was just miserable because I thought I was going to be trapped there. And that was just so, so hard to comprehend. And then when I tried to get out, I couldn't. I couldn't find something else because it was just... It was so limited in its scope and its scale. And I just remember that feeling. I remember just the internal conflict on a daily basis, having to wake up and deal with it's another day. You're still in the same place. You wake up day to day and just realize that it's the same as the day before and you're no closer to where you want to be. And I guess the hardest part really about the entire thing, the the hardest part about the place that I found myself in was that I had to come to grips with the fact that I was in that place because I wasn't moving. I was still there because every day I woke up and I beat that drum that I didn't want to be there. I was miserable and I wasn't seeing change, so I just literally 
kept beating that drum and that's what just kept coming back to me. So at a certain point, I remember I ended up reaching out to someone who who ran another podcast, a guy that I really consider a, a mentor over the last few years, and he inspired me to make a completely drastic change in my life. And he's also the person who said that I should start a podcast. Uh, he's really been a huge inspiration in my life. And I can remember the turn of events that happened around those circumstances so vividly. And it's bubbled up again for me this week because I've had two different people in that same line of work that I used to be in reach out to me and ask the same question, which I thought was crazy. Um, But they asked, how can I change things one way or another? How can I change where I'm currently at? How can I change the trajectory that I'm in in my career? Or if I'm going to stick it out, how can I survive the place that I'm in? Because it's such a low vibe. And it just brought me back to the same place that I was when I asked that same question of someone who I admired greatly. And the advice that I got when I asked that question was truly life-changing. And I think it's just amazing that now I'm on the other side of that and people are asking me that question. It's, it's, it's not just an honor. It's something that I'm just so grateful for because I remember how hard it was at that point. But I also know from this perspective and can tell every single person who might resonate with this episode, it does eventually change. You follow the recipe and it does change. It may not change as fast. It may change faster than what I went through. But there's a way out. But I'll also tell you this. You can have backslides. I mean, it's really still something that I'm going through right now. Although that I've made a huge shift in my career. I've I've changed everything that I'm doing as far as my professional mindset. And I've used my skill set that I had to, to excel and really get out of that, that line of work that I was in. But I'm in something that honestly, I feel like it's not, it's not long term for me either. And I definitely see myself doing something in the near future that's in lines with what we're doing here with Live This Life. I mean, really, this is the direction that I'm, I'm kind of getting shoved in. I don't really have as much time as I want to dedicate to it, um, but every opportunity I get, something's getting thrown in my way that keeps taking me in this direction. So I know that's where I'll eventually be going. And those types of things will start to line up for you when you get an alignment of what's really resonating with you inside. And yes, definitely, I would love to do something that was bigger and grander and more purposeful and meaningful to me I would absolutely love to do that, and it's great to know that I might be magnetizing that into my life as we speak, but I also know that from the lessons that I've learned in the past that I've just got to be happy no matter where I currently am, so that I'm not only exuding gratitude for everything that I have, but I also, I don't put it out there that I'm trapped or miserable or not fulfilled. You know, I try to be fulfilled in whatever it is that I happen to be doing at whatever given time. Because those trappings can tend to create a vicious cycle. And whatever we tell ourselves, whatever certain career path that we happen to be in, whatever you're in right now that doesn't seem fulfilling, that tends to just keep on pervading your life if that's the drum that you beat. And it may be blocking you from that great opportunity that's right around the corner. Because that place that you could be in may dim your light. You know, it may be sort of that weight around your ankle. But as soon as you can break free from that by changing your mindset, you may actually be able to see what that opportunity is around the corner or 
find more opportunity right where you are. And that's where I want to start today with this conversation is how do we stay high vibe when we are in a low vibe situation? Whether that situation is something very temporary, which, you know, really everything is in life. Um, Nothing's permanent. Change is the only constant. But how do we stay up? How do we stay high vibe in those most difficult circumstances we find ourselves in life? Especially those ones that just keep going. They seem to never end. But before we dive in, I wanted to read a review that came in on Apple Podcasts. This one was just synchronistically perfect timing for this episode. This one is titled Work-Life Balance, and it's by RTC90909. And this one says, it's a five-star review, so thank you very much for that. This one says, this podcast is full of insight for those looking to fully live their life. Highly recommended for those of you who may have high demand and high stress jobs. When you're questioning why you're working so hard and sometimes it feels like just a means to an end, this podcast provides guidance to help you find your why and look inside yourself to find your true motives and balance your life the way it was meant to be. Thank you very much for that review. Um, And yeah, that's one of the main reasons why I wanted to do this. You know, I know I dive into certain things. I get in a little mystical side sometimes. I get into um, whatever we get into on the show. But really, helping people find life, that's, that's pretty much it. We get so lost in all the trappings that come up in our lives. We, we get lost in the things that aren't going right. We get lost in what we don't have. And there's just so much more to life out there. It's the perspective you choose to take. You can look at all the negative things or you can look at all the positive ones. And if you focus more on the positive stuff, that's what's going to show up. And... I'm still learning that, and I just I, I hope to just teach everybody, anybody who will listen, that things aren't always going to be good, but you can guarantee they won't if that's not where you're putting your focus on. So very thank you very much for that review. I'm glad uh, that this just seems to be reaching people from so many different demographics, um, I've, people from law enforcement, people from the spiritual community, just regular people who are just grinding out life, who just maybe like me who were just putting in tons of hours, working on their, their careers, and maybe not going out and actually finding life. Um, so just thank you. Thank you very much. And if you wanted to leave a review for us as well on whatever platform you're listening on, um, we're on about 10 different platforms now, but most of our listeners come from Apple, and that is the one I check the most frequently, but anything any place that you leave comments will help us get the word out there and get exposure in this ever-expanding sea of podcasts. There's about 1.7 million of them out there right now in 2021, so anything that helps us stand out would be fantastic. Um, also, drop me a line on social media, messaging, whatever platform you can find us on, um, Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff. Whether you have the subject for an episode, you know, you had a question, you wanted something uh, you know, some advice to get through a certain subject. Um, if you had some sort of subject on consciousness to dive into, whatever it is, hit me up. We can maybe connect for an episode or I can do like what we did today and actually read this and it could inspire an entire episode of its own. So beyond just that email, um, like I said, this, this episode was inspired for so many synchronicities that popped up this week. And if you're not familiar with what that term actually means, it's basically a saying that uh, it's a meaningful, meaningful coincidence. Carl Jung, who was a Swiss psychiatrist and psychoanalyst, he described a synchronicity as events of two or more meaningful things 
that match up in a meaningful way. And we'll do an entire episode on that actually coming up at a certain point because there's actually some some pretty awesome quantum physics scientific explanations for those numbers you might see all the time. You just start seeing 11, 11, 555. If you have your lucky number like me, um, 53 pops up all the time for me constantly. And I'm always like wondering, what does that mean? You know, what's the sign on this? Is it just coincidence? And I don't believe in coincidences in life. Um, I've always found deeper meaning in just those chance meetups with people, those those synchronistic, meaningful coincidences that pop up. So um, we'll do an entire episode on that when I have someone close to me that's really, really knowledgeable on that subject. But the synchronicities behind this week's subject come in f- the form of my guy, Brandon Beecham from the Positive Head Podcast. He just released his first book, The Golden Key, um, just released it this week. And on top of that, a colleague of mine um, who's worked in law enforcement for a super long time gave me a buzz this week and said the line of work really isn't working out for him anymore. And he's looking to get out. He's been in it for a real long time. And both of those things are on the heels of this letter that I also got this week from a listener. And it was pretty much the same thing as the phone call that I got from from this colleague that I haven't heard from in a while. And they both work in the same type of place, in a correctional facility. But it brought me right back to the letter that I wrote to Brandon in the summer of 2018. I was just so fed up with trying to get out of that line of work. It wasn't resonating with me anymore. Um, Didn't like the circumstances I was being faced with. A lot of things were going on around the country that... I didn't want to be associated. It was just compounding. the the whole The whole line of work was just compounding, and that it just it, my time was running out in it. And he always had such great advice on how to excel in your life and let the universe unfold for you and allow all these great things to get delivered to you. So, in sort of an act of of I wouldn't quite call it desperation, but really not knowing where else to turn, always listen to his podcast. I've been listening to it for about a year at that point. And he's always saying, like I am, you know, write in if you have questions. So I wrote to him and I kind of just dumped my entire current story on him in this long ranting email. And the whole thing, he actually read it on the air. And the whole time I was just beating the drum about how I needed to get out and how I needed to break free. And, you know, how could I be this high vibe positive person that he's always saying that we should be? But being surrounded by the people in that career path who, you know, A, don't like you because of the job that you do. You know, most of the people that you're encountering, um, they're not in favor of that people in that line of work. I mean, really, they're not the most popular people in the world, um, especially nowadays. But even when I was doing it, it was a tough thing to be in because you want people to like you, especially me. A very personable person, love being a social person. And then when you're, you're not liked because of a career that you do, no matter how good you do it, no matter how good your heart is, that's hard. It's hard for someone like me. Um, you know, B, the other people that you encounter, uh, you know, they're the worst moments of their life. You're, you're getting them in their moments of despair or, or times when they're just down. I mean, you're ruining their day sometimes or you're there at some of the worst moments in their life. Um, so that's real tough to, to deal with when you're in that line of work. And then C, you work with people who are weathered from the years and years of this stuff. They're shut down towards the world because... You know, you're, you're programmed to basically distrust the public. It's, it's a matter of survival. It's what keeps you alive. And, you know, my question to him was, what can I say and what can I do to really stay up in that line of work since I was stuck in it? And 
the other part of that question that I asked him was, how the hell can I get out? You know, what can I do? You know, I'm st- I remember saying, I stay high vibe all the time. I do the deal. I, I meditate, kumbaya, all that stuff. Why am I not reaping the benefits of all this stuff you talk about? Why am I not riding on a unicorn over a rainbow by now because of what I'm doing? And his answer to me was exactly what shifted my vibe and brought about real change into my life. I did exactly what he told me to do in that episode about my situation. And my life literally transformed in a matter of weeks. And it really hasn't slowed down much ever since. Everything I've tried to move up on a path for has come to me. And I have to be very careful with that now because I've realized that when you take on a certain mindset and you resonate a certain way, things are going to come to you in that manner. And sometimes they come faster than you expect. Within three weeks of that episode, I had been applying for jobs for a long, long time. And I found out that a lot of people just didn't want to hire someone in my line of work, no matter how much of a skill set that I had. But then when I took it, his advice, within a matter of a couple of weeks, I had a job lined up for what I'm doing now. I also had another one where I could be a security director, but that was kind of staying in that same same line of work. And then there was another one where I had this great opportunity to run a public health program like I was doing in a school system as a school resource officer, I was doing these these different things with kids and teaching these programs and there was this, this great opportunity to make more money than it ever made before for this public health program to start programs in schools. And ultimately I chose the job that I had for multiple different reasons, but all three of, I had three different career paths to choose from just by adopting some of these things that he told me. So that's why I'm so passionate about it because it worked out for me that way and this was this was sort of my opportunity with this episode to maybe return the favor in a similar way. But yeah, I wrote him that letter and I thought maybe I'd get like a general response or something, maybe just a reply in the email, maybe he'd make an episode sort of general, but he read the whole thing on the air, um, realizing how much I actually just rambled on about it, like I kind of do on here and probably kind of am right now, but um, I realized that it was, it was just a long time coming, a lot of built up stuff. And a lot of people, though, when I found out after that episode aired, a lot of people on the, on the social media stuff uh, for the Positive Head groups, they were saying, like, I feel the same way. Like, I'm an EMT. I'm a cop. I'm this. I'm that. Like, a lot of people in that line of work were feeling the same exact way. Just no one had the courage to say anything about it. So I found, like, not only was that fascinating, but it was great. It was great to see other people were resonating with that episode. It was great to see that other people had been in a similar situation, but they also found their way through it. And when they did, they found life. You know, a lot of people in that group were saying like, yeah, I've been there. Here's what I did. And now I just love life so much more. And really, that's all I was looking for at the time was was just a means to live a much more happier and harmonic way of life. And these people were doing it. They were walking the walk in what I was looking for. So I guess that's why it all just sort of came out into that email. And I was kind of a little bit embarrassed about, um, you know, how much I just kind of rambled on. But it was it was necessary. You know, everything that happened with it came out for a reason. And, and like I said, I hope that the listener who wrote in um, sort of feels that same way after this episode. This person isn't really looking for an escape. I think they're more rather trying to find a way to survive than... Um, you know, my my approach where I was trying to escape. So let me let me first let me dive into this email and read what actually kicked off this episode for me this week. 
This listener, she wanted me to keep the place of work well, where she worked confidential. So I'll, I'll leave a few things out of here, but she did say I could use her name. So this letter is from Caitlin and she writes, Hi, Heath. Sorry to bother you. I started listening to your podcast the other day with Tammy Wagstaff. I actually used to see her for energy work when she was in Plastow, New Hampshire. I went back to your first introduction episode and was hooked. The quote you say, are you living or are you killing time, just resonated with me so deeply. Once I heard you say you used to be in law enforcement, I was like, whoa, I need to reach out. My name is Caitlin and I have been in law enforcement for many years. I so deeply feel the way you stated you felt in law enforcement and it gets harder each day to be such a part of a negative environment. I'm also an empath, which makes it even harder for me to block the negative energy. I'm on my spiritual journey and have had many moments of awakening slash consciousness. The more I feel and see, the harder it is to just go along with the way things are. I always feel like it's supposed to be more beautiful than this. I have six more years left until I can retire with 20 years of service, and I'm really hoping I can make it that long. The pension is something that's so alluring, like the carrot dangling in front of your face. I wanted to see if you had any advice you can give that give me that helped you survive in law enforcement like uh, being a sensitive spiritual person i always feel like i have to wear a different hat at work and i cannot be the person i really am which is tough i feel like everyone has blinders on and just goes through life completely numb thank you for what you're doing i think what you're doing is amazing thank you first off so much in that letter um so much positive energy i knew i had to do an episode about this it just echoes so much the letter that i wrote to brandon years ago but caitlin's was so much shorter because um i'm just that long-winded italian i guess but similar in scope um but so grateful that this show is resonating with you caitlin uh, your letter came at a time when i needed it sometimes i get beaten down and doubts start creeping into me even still and you know how long can i sustain this for why am i putting in all this work and life keeps beating me down i still haven't gotten my unicorn and my rainbow so i'm just ready to give up and uh you know something like this comes along and feels like it's it's it has more of a purpose sometimes i just need to get reminded so uh, i put the wind in my sail so thank you and by no means is it ever a bother i'm i look forward to these kinds of things especially ones that can turn into an episode and I can read it on the air. Sometimes the conversations I have are just that, but it's nothing like this. Um, so now to answer the question, what can you do in that environment? Now, Caitlin works in one of the most challenging areas of that career path, and I think one of the most challenging types of careers. Um, she works where people are serving sentences. I mean, that is one of the lowest vibe places you can ever end up. If you've ever been to a, a jail or correctional facility or prison, um, just it's yeah you see it on tv you you could probably imagine what it's like but until you go into one of those places and you feel what that building feels like you just feel that vibe when you go in there there's no other place like it i mean it's really one of the lowest vibe places you can end up not to make you feel worse caitlin because i know you probably realize it um but there's no other way to slice it the energy in a place like that is just so tough and it's such a challenge in its own right, but to throw in being an empath, um, and if you're not familiar with what an empath is, that, that's someone who is just highly sensitive and can sense what people around them are feeling. And they take on the pain of those who are really in, in low places, so and, and high places. Um, but what, what's more challenging to be that kind of person 
and make the choice for yourself to be on this journey inside of a place like that. I mean, the people who are residents, they don't want to be there. And most of the people working there often don't want to be there. And then the visitors, you know, the people that come in to see their loved ones that are incarcerated. Um, I can't imagine what that's like for them. Overall, it's just not a great environment. There's a hard, it's a very, very hard thing to sugarcoat. But first off, what a place to work in as an empath. I mean, this is like deciding you're going to take on like hiking as a hobby. And the first time you ever go out, you know, you do, you try and take on Everest, you know, it's, it's, it's going to take a lot to build up the strength to get to the top of that mountain on your first try. You know, you're going for the gold on your first outing. And you don't like that climb, though. It, at times, it's going to make you feel like you want to quit, like you don't want to do it, like the top doesn't matter, doesn't matter getting to the, to the top of the mountain. And this listener said, you know, they have the end in sight for retirement. So that carrot is out there dangling for them, tempting them to go on. But take out that line of work because that, that's an extreme scenario. Put yourself in whatever job that you're in. So many people aren't happy in their relationships. But take your scenario. Take take uh, occupations out of it. What about if uh, you're in a relationship that's like that? Anything. It's a kind of a situation I even find myself in right now. Despite all the stuff that I claim to know, all the experience I've had. You know, I have my political endeavor that I'm, I'm working on. And then I have the podcast. I have all the stuff with Live This Life. But then I have the full-time job that I don't talk much about. Um, because to be honest, it drains the ever-loving life out of me sometimes. Um, I work around a decent amount of, of negative people, um, many of whom don't really care about how they talk and treat to people, treat people sometimes. And it's it's a bit of a low vibe place, but I bring everything I can to it. I don't let them bring me down and I treat it like that challenge. What more of a challenging scenario to be out of all the things that I didn't want to be around in my previous line of work and be thrown back into something where I've got to sort of strengthen that muscle just stay high vibe no matter where you're at a little easier than where i was before but challenging in a whole different way so what do you do when you're a person who's trying to stay high vibe in a low vibe place what do i do what have i seen people do the best advice that i got was actually the title of that episode that brandon did about me bloom where you are you have to try to be who you are and what you are right where you are at all times when you're authentically living who you are and what you want to be you do it and you move into a state of trust at that point that you're authentic and everything that's coming to you in life is coming to the truest version of you and the best things in life that are going to come to you are going to come as a byproduct of that exact mindset when you're in a complete resonance with you and who you are and the type of person that you know you want to be and you're not wearing a mask for anyone else you're not putting on a persona you're not creating a life around a career you're you're making a career bend around your life that's the way to live it it's the emotion behind what you're bringing to every single part of your life and that's all that matters that is the foundation to go into any situation and bring all the light and positivity with you into the darkest possible places. Now think about it. Think about what Caitlin's in. She's in one of the most challenging kind of jobs in the career path that you can be authentically you. Throw any position where you have to be in uniform, whether it be police, a military, 
they throw you in, in this militaristic chain of command where you just have to listen to orders barked of anybody who's above you and try being your own person in the middle of that. I mean, how's that going for you, right? Like, that's a tough situation. I mean, you're expected to be programmed into a certain mode of operating. So you think and talk and walk and act a certain way. I've been there. I've totally been there. I was a king of it at one point. I mean, I could have written a book about the whole thing at one point. Um, it's, But it's like doing the whole hiking thing that I just talked about a few minutes ago, but with a backpack full of boulders at the same time. Imagine the mental muscles that you must have to be building as an empath in that line of work. The strength of character that you are building. And think about the character that you are you are developing right now. I mean, what better place could you learn to, to defend how you feel, defend your own vibration, not let other people's vibe, a place, affect you than a place like that? And that was... That was really one of the hardest parts for me was not letting a place define you. So you go to this place for eight hours a day. It doesn't have to define you. And that was really hard for me. And I think it's a sticking point for so many people. They put on these masks when they go to work. They they are a completely different person. They talk different. They laugh different. They dress. I mean, you dress different than uh, at work than you do when you're not at work. Um, it's kind of a natural thing. I mean, you're a completely different person in your career. Most people are. If they have the privilege not to be, um, consider yourself lucky. But think about when you when you see a long-lost friend you haven't seen in 10 years. What's the first thing that you ask each other? What do you do now? Like the occupation is a complete definition of your entire life because for so many people it is. And if you're lucky enough to live the kind of life that you want to live with your job then kudos to you you're you're in a job that you you want to eat breathe and sleep it you do it all day every day it lights you up um then you got a maid girlfriend i mean that's that's killing it i should need to have you on the show you need to get on here and tell your story and tell people how you do it what you do um so if that applies to you definitely you're one of those people i want to hear from but for the rest of us who still don't have that unicorn to ride we have to carry that burden of work when we go to a job. We have to put on that fake face and persona sometimes just to get through things and fit in a little bit. Well, what if we just stopped all that? What if we just gave up all the bullshit and we were just us for a few days? We did a little more to break out of that shell that we put on Monday through Friday. And we brought a little more of us with us wherever we go. We bring that authentic us to the job instead of incorporating the job into us when we go there if we did that we would find that we're not losing ourselves so much throughout the workday and didn't feel like we were losing so many pieces of ourselves while we were there and i'll say this first it starts when you're not at work i mean really being at your best being mentally strong because that's where you're going to need to climb that mountain right you won't make it up there if you're not in shape you need to get your mind right by sleeping enough and meditating. You got to keep your mind right by not watching murder TV and crime shows. I mean, watching that stuff definitely uh, feeds the possibilities of, of those kind of thoughts pervading your life. You need to feed positivity and not fear. And that includes the music all right down to the people that you, you hang around with. Turn off the news, keep yourself riding high, and that's going to get you in the right place to get to the right mindset to go into a situation like that next you got to get into the physical stuff hydration good nutrition good exercise that whole recipe 
you know, then next get into a good spiritual practice, make connections, center yourself, connect to nature. When you're doing all that, it's like the climber training for that big climb, that big, that big trip that they're going to take up the mountain. If you're doing it day in and day out, when the climb comes, it may be a challenge, but it's one you were prepared for ahead of time. And that all applies to the mountain that you need to climb every day you walk through the doors of that building. But aside from being ready and keeping yourself in condition to be in that environment and being authentic in your presence no matter where you are, think about what being an empath in a place like that can be like. I mean, I'll be perfectly honest. I would not sign up for that challenge like you have. But think about how awesome of a place you're actually in. Consider what a leader and inspirational icon you can be for so many people. If your coworkers see you riding high, just something flips the switch and you are just riding high every day when you come to work. You are just in that mood. You are that person. You're just glowing when you walk through the door. They're going to say, what is this girl doing and how can I get some? Um, but you're going to be the person that they admire. Maybe at first they're going to point and laugh. Hopefully they don't, but that can have its own challenges, but then they watch and then they admire and then they want the recipe themselves. But one of the biggest things that Brandon told me in my situation was you need to raise your vibration to a whole new level. And from that perspective, you'll just realize that you're flying high above all the other things that you're literally going to consider below you at a certain point. I remember one of the first times we were chatting on the FaceTime together. He asked me, where does the lighthouse go? It only gets placed in locations where it's needed. It doesn't go where the seas are calm. It doesn't go where there's no danger. It goes in the mix of all the rough seas and the rocks. It goes in the place where the most danger is. So be that lighthouse. Be that light in the dark. Be the brightest possible light that you can be. Be it for those you work with and elevate them in any way that you possibly can. They need it as much as you do. Be that presence for the people that are in there that are incarcerated. But your presence alone can become so powerful that it can and will do all those things if you bring yourself up high enough. But think about what sort of a light you have the opportunity to be for those who are on the inside, those who have no other light around them, not the other correction officers, not the inmates, not their families, nothing. And of course, you have to keep your professional boundaries. You don't want to cross those and go in a place that you shouldn't be. I mean, you got you to maintain your boundaries. But I also know there's opportunities when you're in a job like that, being a case manager or doing other things that allows you to become more directly influential in those people's lives, you know, working something a little bit bigger so that you can have the use your abilities and Use your abilities as an empath in whatever ways you possibly can. And most jobs will have that. Most jobs will have something where you can step into a role a little bit bigger. You can use those extra skills that you didn't get to otherwise use. So it's not just exclusive to Caitlin's. If you can't leave the place that you're in, or you know, you're so close to retirement like Caitlin is, that you can see the, the light at the end of the tunnel, and it's in sight, and you have to make either the choice to stay, which you always have that choice, or, you know, retirement, six years isn't that long. I mean, think about how fast the last six years have gone. So, um, and plus retirements can carry on to other institutions. I know that one as well. There's a myriad of ways that you can make this situation work the best for you, all of you, not just Caitlin, everybody. 
anybody in the situation that you're in, you always have that choice. You have the choice to make it the best that you can. You have the choice to make a change. You have the choice to make a change within yourself or you can move on. But whatever choice you make, there is always one thing you have the power to change and control. And it's the way you choose to approach life. It's the way you choose to operate. You can't control what other people do, but you control can control how you react to it all and how you feel about the entire thing and all the perceptions that you choose to take on based on where you are and where you want to be. It's part of the letter. Um, you know, speaking about talking about other people, you can't really manage them. And Caitlin had mentioned in that letter about people with their blinders on, and I know exactly what you mean. You're going to find those people everywhere, though. I found that in my recent years. They're in that career path. They are in office environments. It's just an overwhelming majority of the world. People who are drawn to this podcast are a rare group. Um, they know there's a little bit more to the world, and they're out there kind of seeking it, and they're, they're taking more of it on. It's like the snowball. And there's some people who just aren't on that path at all. But you need to let yourself gravitate towards that kind of stuff when you're outside of work and in your leisure time, any time that you can. Do things that enlighten you and put you in the circle of people that you choose to be around. We often think that work should mirror our personal and social lives, you know. And I still, someday, I've said it before, I aspire to just be in that position where my my home life, my social life is something I get paid for. My my interests that, uh, that I have on a day-to-day -day basis, stuff like this is what actually brings the income. Those people have really found life. They've really made it. Um, and it's something I aspire to do. Not many of us have that privilege, and we need to kind of realize that it's it's really not going to be that way unless you take certain steps and go in a certain direction. I'm probably 100% confident that you could find that should you step out of the role that you're in. Maybe that's what you're being set up for over the next six years is that you be able to step into some bigger, better role into all this stuff. You're integrating all these kinds of things and you're preparing yourself. And then once you have a pension behind you, things might open up for you a little bit. So keep that in mind. You know, once I got out into the regular working world, I noticed that people maybe weren't as cynical. They didn't have as much of a negative perspective as I was used to being around. Um, but it was a whole different challenge. And again, in, unless you're able to take those steps, you're going to see that um, everywhere, really. Uh, you're likely to encounter people in the, the work environment that are different operating modes than you and different vibrations than you and different emotional states. So it's best to do those practices to deflect what you won't, don't want to have around you, what you don't want to integrate, so that when you're encountered with it, you've, again, trained that muscle and are a bit more ready for that when you encounter it. But when it comes to having blinders on, it's also possible that there's others in your close work network on a day-to-day -day basis that you might not actually realize. They maybe is a little more like you than, than you actually realize. They might actually have similar interests and similar ways of thinking, but they wear the mask so well to fit into the norm. I mean, would people know those things about you and your perspectives on consciousness and spirituality in the current role that you're in? I mean, I know a lot of people that I'm around on a regular basis would be shocked if they saw this side of me. I, I don't promote it in my personal time or anything else that I do. I've sort of just let this be what it is and it's turned into its own thing. Um, but really, I, I, people would be sort of 
shocked about my perspectives on some of these things and some of the stuff that I do. The masks that we wear are worn so well that people might think you have the blinders on and vice versa. So, you know, once you bring a little bit more of an authentic you to the table on a regular basis, you might start to see that reflection in other people. And therefore, you might see a whole different side of them. You never know until you try. You can use this experience. You can treat this like a wonderful challenge, the wonderful challenge that it is, so that you can use it to grow the most at this time when you have the opportunity to grow. Those hard things are the best opportunities for us to grow the most. And when you choose the time to move on, when the time is right, because ultimately it will be your choice. It's always your choice. You'll be ready to go. Your vibe, that vortex that you'll create from being in that position, it will bring the best of whatever situation you're in, whatever situation you move into, and the people along with it. So keep that in mind. So that's what I've got on the subject. And it's so interesting that all this came together this week. Brandon's book launch brought me back to that episode that he did. I thought about him a lot this week. And that's on the heels of these two great people uh, who have similar jobs, similar situations, and all that magic coincidence that lined up to it. The the review that came in just went right along with it as well. Um, and people pondering their path, wondering if they're on the right path. Um, the right path is the one that you're on. There's, there's no other path than that. And there's another coincidence, because the name of the song I'm going to leave you with, Imagine That, is... Uh, this one's by Eula, and it's called Paths. Until next time, bloom where you are, be that brightest light in the role that you're in, and you will see what transforms around you. It takes some work, but you'll see that the best way to take that path is to light the way. We'll see you next time.